Good morning. I am humbled to stand here before you in service on this beautiful, fresh, cool September morning. This is unusual for Reading. To share this sacred service of Teze. Whether you're in this room or on your favorite cyberspace platform, we welcome each one of you and give thanks for the opportunity to deepen our connection to the deep light in our soul and allowing it to expand the hearts and minds of each one of us participating today. Pray with me now as we encircle this sacred space with light, life, love, peace, holding the vision of wisdom, wholeness, and radiant health for each. We welcome and affirm our connection to the one peaceful presence of power, substance, intelligence and creative process eternal and everywhere present in and through and behind all creation I give thanks and glory to the one essential essence which I call God knowing it maintains sustains nourishes all its creation I affirm we are created in this image and likeness as unique individual expressions of the one divinely inspired and purposefully made to live in joy and worthy of all goodness. Let's breathe that in and feel the light, the love, and the life as we deepen our connection and communion to the one. Just breathe. Together we rest in this peaceful presence with a still calmness of mind, heart, and emotions. And from this place of stillness, we are open to and inspired by Reverend Diana's message as we remember whose and who we are, resting in joyful expectation and showered with all the graces of peace, love, joy, and wisdom to receive that which feeds and expands our own inner light to thrive right where we are planted as a blessing to ourselves and to each other. I give thanks and gratitude to our loving and gracious God for the miracle of this beautiful day, for the life-nourishing words we are about to receive and accept from the one through Reverend Diana for each one of you and for all the goodness that is eternally present in each moment of our human experience. With faith and trust in the power of my word, I place them on the altar of my heart, knowing we are blessed with all the graces that are needed. All the prayers are heard and answered the moment we speak. I call it done. And so it is. Amen. Aho. Good morning. good morning. So good to be here on this beautiful day. So welcome. And if you're new here with us in our space or online, my name is Reverend Diana Johnson. I'm the pastor and spiritual director here at Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. We are an independent interfaith community 
and we teach universal <coughs> principles and practical spirituality. So I would like to welcome you home to our community if you should choose it for yourself. And even beyond that, I want to welcome you home to your own mystic heart because that is where all of your answers can be found. So as we begin our Teze portion of our morning, uh, we join our voices together in song to create an even stronger connection and vibration. We are one in this life, all connected. 
So we begin by taking a long, slow, deep breath. Sensing a brief pause and then letting it go. Feeling the presence of new life entering your being. Following the breath as it moves. Creating an atmosphere of peace and wholeness, both within and all around. And now allowing your awareness to move away from the breath, grounding even more deeply into the silence. Finding that silence. And we know that the silence is not about the absence of sound. It is about that deep peace that dwells within us. So we ground into that deep peace, into the awareness that you are one with creative intelligence. And acknowledging your oneness with all that is. Together we honor our connection with all beings. We envision a web of consciousness that surrounds and infuses the planet. Each one of us a radiant point of light shining within that web. And each one of us reflecting the light back to the many beings that share this space and time with us. every human, every other than human, every plant, the rocks and the minerals, the water and the wind, the stars, the planets, each one a perfect and intentional creation a shining expression of one light emanating from one source. We are not only connected to one another, we are one life. As two or more are gathered, our prayer and meditation leave an imprint of peace, of love, of grace on the world on the cosmos for all time. Take a moment to feel into the atmosphere we are creating.
as we come together, we set an intention that each of us is a beneficial presence on the planet, that each leaves a positive imprint on human evolution, and that as a community, we use this time to move the world toward a more loving, compassionate, and peaceful expression. Together we stand for truth. We walk as truth in action. This morning we center our reflections and contemplations on communion with God by whatever name. Each of us relates to the great mystery of life in our own way. Not all of us are comfortable with the word God. I invite you to take a moment now to settle on whatever name is comfortable for you. Whatever word allows you to relax into deeper communion. How we understand or communicate with that which is beyond all knowing is a very personal thing. There is no right or wrong way. There is only our way. And our way may shift and change throughout our lifetime. Whatever our practices for connecting with spirit may be, there are pathways of connection we share in common. All of us have physical, psychological, emotional, and spiritual aspects to our being. And all of these facets must be considered as we approach the divine. Communion is one of those words that can set our triggers in motion. But this word from the Latin means common ground. In this sense, communion with the great mystery can mean recognizing, accepting, and experiencing our own divine qualities, our common ground with the one. It can mean settling into an experience of loving presence or pure awareness. As a divine being having a human experience, your communion with God, your meeting with the Creator within, begins with knowing your physical body, understanding your physical body, honoring your physical body and using your physical body as a vehicle that is meant to serve you and your fellow beings. In order to know your body, you must listen to what it has to say. Radiant health is an announcement of agreement between your body, mind, and spirit. 
when the body is ailing, one aspect or another is out of balance. Perhaps your body needs rest, but your mind does not know how. Or maybe you are not attending to feeding your body well, or giving it enough exercise, or too much. And it is letting you know. Listen to the body. It will not lead you astray. It is a spiritual practice to care lovingly for the body. And it is the first step in being able to settle into communion with God. After taking better care of your body, the next step in meeting the Creator within involves controlling the emotions. It is important to realize that emotions are experiences that are chosen, not experiences to which you are subjected. The outer circumstances of your life need not have a great impact on your internal experience. True masters experience peace in the face of adversity, not because they have found a way to avoid it. Just as nourishing and exercising the body are foundational to experiencing communion, so is practicing meditation, breath work, or anything that brings peace to the mind, allowing you to regulate the emotions. Once the body temple and emotions are in alignment, it is time to invite the cooperation of the will. in order to experience communion with God by whatever name, in order to sense pure awareness, there must be a willingness to do so. The will, like the emotions, can be directed. When left to its own devices, human will can become willful can want its own way, creating doubts and other distractions to keep us from our moments of peaceful surrender. In order to invite and sense the presence, there must be a suspending of all doubt, a moment of belief in possibility, faith in the miraculous. Communion calls us to acknowledge and care for all aspects of our humanity, to honor this human experience as sacred. Only then can we meet the Creator within.
There are hundreds of names for the divine spirit that is at the essence of all things. And yet, whatever name we use is simply a symbol. It points beyond itself to something too vast to be named, something that surpasses human understanding, something that trans transcends yet includes all gender, race, ethnic, and religious identities. To develop a deeper communion with spirit, it behooves us to choose a name that resonates with us at all levels, heart, mind, body, and spirit. A name that makes sense to us, that satisfies our rational understanding of the divine, one that evokes emotion, that opens our heart and inspires us to greater love and devotion. And we must choose a name that feels right in our gut, where there's no sense of tightness or resistance from our body. And finally, our ideal name for God should be in harmony with our previous experience of the Divine Presence, evoking the memory of past mystical experiences and creating an opening and an expectation for God to show up that way for us once again. In discussing spiritual matters, we may use any of the divine nicknames that seem appropriate, but in our communion, in our prayer and our meditation, using a name that enriches our mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual sense of the Holy Presence allows us to participate more fully in the mystical experience. In our shared three minutes of silent meditation today, I invite you to contemplate one or more of your favorite nicknames for God. How does it settle in your heart? in your mind, and in your body? Does it help to evoke the mystical sense of oneness with spirit, with other people, with all of creation? Silently repeat the name over and over like a mantra. How does it feel? If it empowers your communion, keep going. If not, Try another name. Invite the Holy Presence now.
allowing our attention now to drift gently back into this time, into this place. We let our personal name for spirit echo within us, filling our heart, mind, body, and spirit with awareness of the divine presence within us, all around us, permeating our beloved community. Thank you, God, for everyone and for everything. As we continue to grow in spiritual understanding, our favorite nicknames for the divine may change or the list may grow. What is important is that the names we choose draw us into a deeper and deeper sense of the oneness with spirit, with humanity, and with all of creation. As Reverend Diana continues her inspired talk this morning, we open our heart, mind, body, and spirit to a deeper mystical experience as we enter into communion with God by whatever name. There are no words to describe communion. Although as humans, words are the tools we are given. There's no way to know what our personal experience of the sacred will look like, will feel like. But I believe it is safe to say that as we seek to be guided by higher wisdom, each of us will have more than one such moment in our lives. In fact, it is these moments of deep connection, of greater awareness, of expanded consciousness, that give our lives meaning. It is in the experience of our oneness with everything that we find clarity and wisdom, love and understanding, guidance and insight. These moments of grace can change our life forever and can lead you to serving others so that they might be changed as well. Our communion with God by whatever name is not for us alone. In finding the creator within, we discover our own wholeness. And in that wholeness lies the answers to all of life's questions. Who am I here to be? What is mine to do? How am I to serve? In closing, I share some words from Neil Donald Walsh. See yourself as the light that will truly light the world. Declare yourself to be so. Announce it to your heart and then through your heart to everyone. Let your actions be your announcement. Fill your world with love. Know that you have come to the room to heal the room. <laughs> 
You have come to the space to heal the space. There is no other reason for you to be here. You are on a journey to mastery, and now it is time to get on with it. Embrace the holy moment. Be in the world. Do not ignore it. Spirituality does not have to mean finding a cave and hiding out forever. Be in your world, but not of it. Live with the illusion, not within it. That is not a way to create a better world, and it is not the way to experience the grandest part of you. It is by living fully in the world and looking for the sacred that you will begin to see the divine in everything and everyone. And it is by accepting that divinity that you are that you will come into communion with God. Please join me in this closing prayer. The one life is forever expressing itself as all of creation. All are included. There are no exceptions. Each of us is being intentionally and perfectly expressed, shaped, formed in every moment, as are all other beings. There are no mistakes in God. And all of it is miraculous. All of it. The world is imperfectly perfect all the time. Offering our souls opportunities to grow. Each of us is on the path to becoming the best that we can be in this lifetime. No matter the appearance. I wouldn't be surprised if when this journey is over, we go on to the next, forever connected to one another, forever one in spirit. I wouldn't be surprised if mankind is one day guided to solutions for all of the world's problems. I wouldn't be surprised if love and compassion and generosity and kindness become the norm. I wouldn't be surprised if we create peace on earth. We receive this day as a powerful blessing. We offer the best of ourselves in every moment, and we give thanks for all of it. For life is all and always good. I release my word to a loving and lawful presence, the all that is, knowing that even before I do, it is already done. I relax, I let it be, and so it is. Amen. Satu Ashe Aho.
wouldn't be surprised if peace broke out all over. I wouldn't be surprised if I found a four-leaf clover. Cause miracles abound. They happen all around me every day. I wouldn't be surprised if we put an end to hunger. I wouldn't be surprised if we just kept getting younger. Cause miracles abound. Happen all around me every day. Life keeps blessing me with so much good. I wouldn't change it even if I could. Blessing me in every way, and if it all turns out okay, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. surprised if I found out every answer. I won't be surprised when we find a cure for cancer. Cause miracles abound. They happen all around me every day. And life keeps blessing me with so much good. I wouldn't change it even if I could Blessing me in every way And if it all turns out okay I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised, wouldn't be surprised at all Oh I wouldn't be surprised at all Life keeps blessing me with so much good I wouldn't change it even if I could Blessing me in every way And if it all turns out okay surprised I wouldn't be surprised at all life keeps blessing me with so much good I wouldn't change it even if I could blessing me in every way and if it all turns out okay I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised at all I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised at
as we come back into our awareness, the awareness of our body, of our senses, awareness of the space around us, the atmosphere in the room. As we're ready, we can open our eyes and allow our gaze to take in whatever is before you. Feel free to look around, say good morning if you haven't already. Welcome all who came in during as well as all who came in before. So this is some of your spiritual family. If you choose it for yourself, one of your support systems, people that care about you and are there for you if you need anything at all. So as we close our Teze meditation this morning, we offer an opportunity for you to share of your financial good as well uh, in support of the work that we're doing in the community. And we are we're small but growing and mighty. So we're doing good work out there. If you're here online with us this morning, you can go to mysticheart.org and you'll find a donate button. You'll find a mailing address. And as we offer this time for you to share today, I offer a video. Um, it's all connected and it matters. Sometimes in the morning when I turn the key and it sparks the ignition, it reignites memories of being a child. Making little roads amongst the carrots and the radishes. I've been eating this soil since I was a kid. It's provided me, my family, our community, the nutrition that we all need to thrive. We take our cues from Mother Nature, listening on how to give back to the soil. Stewarding this land, feeding the soil, is my passion. The sounds, the smells, the taste of healthy, homegrown food. It provides connection, brings us together. It still draws my kids home. Some years we grow a lot, some years not as much. But no matter what, nourishing our mind, body, and soul by sharing what you have and knowing it's enough. There's nothing like peace of mind, knowing how our food was raised. It's right out our door. Open space, pasture, put to work by animals and hands. With utmost care, respect, love, and understanding. Fresh air, water, room to roam, feed, and forage, just as nature intended. They have everything they need from us, and they return it tenfold. I realized I needed to slow down and soak in every second. 
I want my kids to experience the joy and wonder of life. So we got chickens and they give us eggs. But it's turned out to be a lot more than that. It's about how our food has grown, how we care for animals, and how we feed our bodies. And we never expected our flock to become family. It's hard to put into words. It's like this feeling you get about it. Like you've finally figured something out. It's all connected, and it matters. So if you don't know us very well yet, or me, at least, um, I'm really passionate about regenerative agriculture. And um, we do a lot here to support the local farmers. We do a lot to support farmers' footprint on a global level. Um, and so this is a reminder, support your local farmers and um, maybe plant a few seeds of your own. So we thank you for these gifts today and we move into a place of deep gratitude, trusting that these blessings are of spirit coming through your hands and your hearts offered to us in the spirit of love. And so we say thank you, God. And so it is. Alrighty, so we're going to close this portion with our soul's blessing. And you're welcome to get some coffee, tea if you'd like. Come back at 1030 for a much more lively and conversational experience where your wisdom is invited forth. May your soul always find what it's looking for. May your heart always lead the way. May you live in peace and harmony. And may love always fill your day. May your path be strewn with happiness. May success find you everywhere. May you always embrace compassion and grace, and may God always answer your prayers. May you always embrace compassion and grace, and may God always answer your prayers. God bless. Thank you for being here this morning. Hope to see you back in a few. Good morning. We're back again. We're all in our places with sunshiny faces. <laughs> this is the part where we come to educate and share. <laughs> we hear the wisdom of our answers to these beautifully well thought out questions that Diana is going to give to us today. So we encircle this place with love, with light, with joy, with wisdom. 
and know that we are blessed by what we share and exchange with each other because God speaks through us, to us, and always for us. And so it is. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Wow, the energy and the buzz this morning is so awesome. Thank you all for being here. I welcome you. My name is Reverend Diana Johnson, uh, Pastor Spiritual Director for Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. If you're new with us online, that's who we is. So we are an independent interfaith community, and we teach universal principles and practical spirituality. And so we welcome you home to our community, should you choose this for yourself. We're going to begin with some singing, standing and moving and dancing. If you feel moved to do so, don't ever hesitate. Um, and let's just start with that. Welcome to the Mystic Heart, join the celebration. Lift your voice and sing your part, make this affirmation. Spirit made us family with loving hearts to share. Together we are joyfully practicing the possible through prayer. And everything's possible So welcome to the mystic heart All right, we'll be time. Sweet surrender. 
of spirit in the body. Feel that energy moving through you now as we join together in the embodiment of a love-soaked world where all humans embody and live from kindness and compassion and generosity, joy, abundance, freedom, justice. And these as the living principles that guide our every thought, word, and action. Where all humans honor and care for one another, and the earth that sustains us, and for every life form that shares this beautiful planet with us. We're creating a world where all needs are met, where all beings are well fed and have the safety and comfort of home, where mental and physical health and education and healthy relationships are ensured by social systems grounded in wellness Amen. and wholeness. Where all beings serve the greater community doing whatever feeds their souls and are well supported for their time and their talent. And by that service, each one finds a sense of belonging and meaning 
We create a world in which all beings are valued and respected for their uniqueness, where authenticity and integrity are the norm, where the peace and kindness that we cultivate within us shows up as a world free of hatred or violence, with our growing awareness and by the power of our collective intention and our collective voice, we are writing a new story. A story in which greed is a thing of the past and where there is absolute abundance in having enough. We do not lower our vision no matter the appearances in the world. Knowing with our whole hearts that such a world is not only possible, but it is inevitable. We align our actions to our vision and a new world is being born. We open our hearts and our minds and our doors and our arms in radical welcome, erasing all lines of apparent separation. And in keeping with our vision, we create an open and loving community to which all are invited and in which all have an equal voice. With deep faith in the great mystery that acts upon this prayer, we accept its graceful unfolding into form and experience. And in deep, sweet gratitude, we release it now to the living and loving and lawful presence. And so it is. Amen. Let's take a moment and look around. Some people came in. Some people left. That's, we're all fluid. Comes and goes. Say good morning. Good New morning. people. So if you were here with us at Taste Day this morning, you know that our topic this week is communion with God by whatever name, whatever name you call it. We talked about how the body and the emotions and the will all play a part in our ability to find communion with whatever it is that we call the divine. We reflected on how each of us relates to the great mystery in our own way and that that is as it should be. It's actually pretty amazing that we have such a diverse group of people that gather here in one place, um, a spiritual family with very different ideas and perspectives about the divine. And yet we're a family. And we love one another and support one another. And we share those views with one another respectfully. It's just an amazing thing to me. How many of us in the room are comfortable with the word God? Okay. Some? Goddess? Okay. Yeah. For those who are, and then we're going to go the other way, but just for those who are, have you always been comfortable with that name for the divine? No. Okay. Yes. Yes. Had to get away from the, from the gender identity. Okay. All right, so had to get away from the gender identity that was imposed. Take the personification of it. Okay, the personification of it. I needed to have a different perspective of what that word meant. Okay, good. Other comments about that shift for anyone? Well, the negative connotation that's put on that name whenever people are using it in order to do evil things in the world. Ah. You know, that's, that, that took me a while to, especially awakening 
I would also I would often say other terms like the universe or, right. or source or and it took me a while even it took me quite a few years actually to get over the God barrier and then even longer whenever someone else said God I'm like uh oh uh oh here we go <laughs> which, which, where are we going with this yeah so yeah. that the negative just like alchemizing that negative connotation and just bringing it back to the uh -huh. essence of love is what I've been nice. That's a nice uh, replacement word if you need a replacement word. Love. Yeah. Yeah. How many people in the room are comfortable if I say the divine? Okay. What are some of the other terms or names that you use to refer to this mysterious something? Abba. Spirit. Abba. Spirit. Abba. Abba. Great spirit. Great spirit. Field. Field, father, mother, mother, yeah, mother, mother, and father, father, mother, father, mother, God. Sometimes I use chief wisdom officer. Oh, chief wisdom. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The all that is. The all that is. I like the in the shack. She called him Papa. Papa. Right. Called them Papa. Called them Papa. Yeah. Played by a woman in the movie. Right. Yeah. Right. Yahweh. Yahweh. Yeah. The name that that landed on me. Oftentimes, I'll I'll say the many names of of, of Creator, um, but the one that's been sticking with me mostly is Yahusha, his original Hebrew oh, name, which nice. has been lost in translation. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, I think I've read that, but I, I for, that had slipped back into memory. And also the, the name of thing. Jesus, which would be Yahshua. Uh-huh. Yeah, nice. One that I grew up with, Jehovah. Jehovah. Woo! <laughs> yes, I know. Um, <clears throat> I have a couple, but walking Tanta. Uh-huh, walking Tanta. Mm -hmm. uh, the great mystery, the sum of all things, all all Nice, the sum of all things. Beautiful. I think Portuguese. Uh huh. Deus, Pai, e Mãe. It's the way I feel. It's God, Father, and Mother in uh, one body, in one person. Uh huh. And uh, I, I feel God inside of me. And when someone says that God is outside of me, mm -hmm. this, um, I, I don't feel at home. Uh huh. When somebody says. Yes. God is not inside of me, it's outside. So here I found, and I can feel God inside of me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this morning. So, does your understanding of that mysterious something allow for an experience that could be compared to what some might call communion oh. with God? Communion with Spirit. That is the experience. Okay, that is the experience. Say more. When everything is all right with my world, I am in communion. I am one with okay. that part of me. All right. Thank you. I think it's a matter of sinking down into who you really are. Okay. Beyond the ego beyond the human experience beyond the mind beyond the thoughts down to that still complete and whole silence within 
that and there are there are no words. There are no words. There are no words. That's for sure. <laughs> there are no words. It's joy. It is joy. I can feel the joy. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of us get communion uh, confused with the Eucharist or the the, the Lord's Supper. Mm -hmm. um, but communion is much more than that. And I know you've, you've got the Webster definition. Can you I do. Share that? Yeah, it, actually from the Latin it means common ground. Yeah. So communion with spirit, finding our common ground with the all that is, looking for and finding our own divinity, our own divine qualities, is, can be one way that communion can be defined. So I was actually, I don't know, I'd never looked that word up before, and I was surprised by common ground. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think of it as kind of bringing all things into being level, being, okay. being the same, or being at, at, I guess at the same level, I guess, at that place altogether. Okay, so we're all, we're all, the same in a sense in the eyes of spirit we're all you know no one rises above another yeah you are uniquely you just like everyone else right okay. <laughs> Jason line in that song you are uniquely you just like everyone else <laughs> i think of communion at one okay all one, one. okay ground. finding the common ground finding that oneness Nice. So conversation, oh. Uh, the co of communion, I mean, we find that unity together. Together, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even I mean, I'm not <coughs> musical people in this community. I think it's funny that I'm the one coming up with harmony and resonance. Aha! Uh -huh. <laughs> harmony and resonance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that feels... Mm -hmm. For me, if I'm going to commune with all things that are spirit and all things are spirit, mm -hmm. then that means that that relationship has to spread to everything else on the planet that exists alongside of me as well. And that right. relationship, that it's not just seeing myself as not above other humans, but not above any other life form, animal, right. plant trees, rocks, that, that I have to bring all those things into that place, right. if all things are spirit. Yes. So bringing all of it, not raising our humanness above the rest of it. I see communion as lifting the veil from our separations, okay. seeing that we are not separated. Uh, so it's that lifting up to be okay. able to interact. So raising the veil to be able to see and know and experience our own divinity and the divinity in all things and all beings. Um, I was just going to say communion is, 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 is we're sharing our interpretation, our thoughts on communion. Sure. Yeah. Is that what? So communion, you know, is is um, for me personally has just been continuing to wake up and go throughout the day just asking God, the source of all creation, to just lead the way, to just direct every move, 
every yes. single every single thing and just constantly staying in constant prayer and constant meditation to just yeah yeah just be in communion talk and receive the that's, guidance that's beautiful I I'm working on that one and remember more and more of the time but those moments slip in too oh yeah forgetful moments Anybody else, or is it just me that has forgetful moments? I'm going to go sit out there. <laughs> somebody else come up here. That's what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> I was thinking about that. It's, it's that discipline. That, uh -huh. And that discipline needs to be there all the time, but it isn't because we find ourselves in moments of a weakened position. Mm -hmm. So that discipline doesn't come through as right. easily. How many people in this room love the word discipline? <laughs> <laughs> I actually do at this point in time. Some who knows? Who knows what the meaning of that word is going back to mm. its root? Shares a root with disciple. disciple. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So basically, coming alongside, guiding in a kind of directed way. It's kind of the way I think. Okay. More directed. Organized. Develop. All right. Silent. Yeah. yeah. Organized. I heard. Organized. Yeah. yeah. Self discipline, integrity. Okay. okay. Integrity. In alignment. Mm -hmm. So the root goes. Huh? My discipline is focus on the light. Focus there you go. The focus on the light. So just like a disciple would do, it's a focus from the root. It's a focus on a higher truth, a deeper knowing, a deeper truth. So when we say we don't have the discipline, we're really saying we have forgotten to focus on the light. We have forgotten to look to the deeper truth. Yeah. I love that word, and not everybody loves that word. From someone who does not love that word. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I guess it depends on your filters, like everything, mm -hmm. but that word kind of goes to like a, a punishing or... Right. You know, so mm -hmm. so I kind of reframed that into mindful practice. Uh-huh. Because mindful all practice. those decisions to focus on the line, to do better, to realize you've forgotten, right. it, it comes down to a, a mindful being aware and then and then resetting. Yeah. Resetting, resetting, bringing it back, bringing it back. And that's... It's practice, right? You know, that's practice for me. That's it is practice. I, I get, <laughs> I get great joy out of putting things up in my classes that, that challenge people. <laughs> Go figure. So one day I remember David walking into a, a room full of people, and I had on the whiteboard, discipline plus obedience equals freedom. Mm -hmm. ah. <laughs> what did David do? David flipped out. <laughs> David almost didn't come back to my classes. He said he, he said he wouldn't, and then he did every week. So, so obedience is another one of those words. We don't like that word, right? But what does it really mean, going back to its root? I was going to say, getting back to discipline, that that. You know, as a music student, I was taught that music was a discipline. Uh huh. But I, I do know the root of obedience. It's, okay. It means to hear and heed. Okay. 
So listen. That doesn't have to mean listen to the person outside of you trying to make you do something. In fact, true obedience is listening inward to your deepest knowing. So giving your attention to a higher truth and focusing inward on what you know that truth to be, doesn't that create freedom? Yes. Well, it seems to me that it does. To me, it kind of, those two, those two discipline and, and obedience, um, to me, there's, a, there's kind of an agreement mm -hmm. involved. So basically, I'm agreeing that something is what I think should, I should do, or that it seems like it's an okay. uh, important thing in my life. Mm -hmm. And then I, then I agree then that from that point on, I'm going to try to come into Okay. okay, so it's an agreement you're making with yourself and with the spirit within you. And so, so the obedience part of it then is more is not so much that someone's lording it over me. Right. It's, it's basically that I'm saying yes, this is a this is a really good thing. And right. Where I want to go into. So yeah, because I've listened within myself for what I know is best for me, and then I'm going to come into alignment with that. Does that resonate in the shirt? Huh? The alignment of DNA. Oh, yeah, that's right. The example of the quote? And I commend your willingness, it's, you know, to engage in these conversations even when they are uncomfortable. I almost weekly have at least one person come to me and say, you know, I almost left. <laughs> and it's always different people because I'm moving around to different topics and I accidentally or maybe not accidentally, <laughs> flip different triggers. But almost every week somebody comes up and says, I almost left, and I almost am not going to come back, but I think I will, because I'm, I want more. I want to know more. So I commend you for being here when it's uncomfortable. Well, things come up to be healed. They come up to be healed, yeah. yes. The trigger is not a bad thing. No, it's not. It's, nice. no. It it's a pointer, it's a right? It's a pointer. I like Zakaria's word, uh, chemicalize. You can take a word back by, by chemicalizing it, by, by uh, getting rid of the trigger mm -hmm. and remembering what it was to you before, before it was right. abused. Right. And if you were so young that you don't remember if it was anything before that, you can take it back to a prior knowing or a prior definition that existed. It's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we hosted uh, Amarjeet Singh this past week. Oh, man. Yeah. He's the leader of the Anderson Sikh Center. We've been doing uh, Common Threads of Truth once a month and having a different faith leader from different communities come in. And he shared uh, his perspectives and practices as well as music from the Sikh tradition. 
And he was very impressed by this interfaith thing that we're doing. He was just like, you know, Sikhism has always been open to all people of all faiths and of all everything. They're very a very open community, even though they have their own practices that they strictly, you know, abide with. And he's really impressed by our working to build bridges in the community, bridges of understanding between the faith paths. Mm -hmm. And he loved the title of the series, Common Threads of Truth. So it was really a great evening, and I, I recommend that we have another one at the end of September, in which April will be presenting shamanism. So um, it's in your bulletin. Yeah. So from our conversation this morning, what are the common threads of truth that we share in this room, even though there's such diversity in our own personal understandings and practices? That there is only one. Okay, so there's only one whatever. Yes. <laughs> exactly. One thing going on exactly. here. Just love. Love. Rainbow, huh? colors of the rainbow. Rainbow, colors of the rainbow. So Yay. diversity and color. Mm -hmm. We're all here seeking a deeper truths. Okay, we're all here seeking a deeper truth or deeper understanding of truth, however yeah. you view that. We, we value respect for one another. We value respect for one another and for one another's yeah. views. The golden rule. Yeah. Okay. I, I heard a version of the golden rule that I liked the other day. <laughs> do unto others as you would have them do to you, unless they would prefer you do something else and then do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't assume that what somebody else wants is what you would want, right? So open up, pay attention to, is this what they actually prefer? And if not, do that other thing. That's good. Yeah. So we're learning how to support each other. Learning how to support each other. Right. What did you say, Chris? Don't give a vegan a steak. Don't give a vegan a steak. They don't want it. I do. Yeah. Give all the steak to April. Or me. But I would love to give you a lettuce. Or I'll give you a lettuce. Yeah. You can have a lettuce. Gary will take the steak too. So aren't the common threads of truth more important than our perceived differences? Yes, definitely. Why? Or well, I was going to say, going back to the uh -huh. you were saying before, common threads, mm -hmm. when you think of threads, we think of them as being connected to something, not right. just existing in right. our own end, so that we are all connected. Yes. Those, those other things are just other things. and. Right. At, at our essence, we're all connected to each yeah. other. And as long as we see the divine in each other, right. there's a common ground. So threads are woven together into a fabric. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they're just strings. Right. Common strings. That doesn't sound so right. good. Right. Or the original definitions of web and the original right. definitions of matrix. Matrix are actually yeah. the interconnectedness <laughs> that is life, <laughs> not the right. matrix movie or the right. or the web <laughs> yes. internet that we all experience right. now. <laughs> see you on the web. Yeah. And demonize. <laughs> yeah. So what's really important is that each of us finds a way to connect with something bigger than ourselves, whatever we call that.
and that we come into service to something more than ourselves. That can be tricky sometimes. Our own personal wants, what we would prefer, and there's nothing wrong with balancing that out and having your own preferences and having life the way you'd like it to be, but when that takes precedence all the time over being in service to something else, someone else, it can, it can actually create a life that's just not as joyful. It's really more joyful to be in service mm -hmm. at least part of the time. Mm -hmm. It's important that we go out of our way to love our neighbor. We don't just love our neighbor when it's convenient and when it's easy. <laughs> Right? That's right. Who did you think you were supposed to love? <laughs> yeah. I love my neighbor when the Jehovah Witness comes to my door, then we get along right. real well. Uh, yeah, there you go. Neighbors are everywhere. Yeah. yeah, well, that's it. Right. It's always open. Who's not your neighbor? So treat your neighbors uh, like family. You have to love anyway. Right. <laughs> neighbors <laughs> like family. You gotta love anyway. But when you open up your neighborhood is the world. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. And it's not just those people that are easy to love. That's right. Yeah. It's, you know, Jesus also spoke of loving the enemy. That's right. You know? Yeah. Someone very important used to say, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Mr. Ron. Guess what? They're your neighbor. They're your neighbor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Watch the news. No. Or don't, but they're, <laughs> still, they're still all your neighbors. And we still need to love them, even if we disagree. Yeah. I love the expression from the, the Sikh man. They're slow learners. They're slow learners. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Love them. They're just a little slower in learning. I think at this point it's important to remember that love is a choice, not an emotion. Right. Yes. Love is a choice, not an emotion. Yeah. So as we give more and more of ourselves to serving this higher calling of love on the planet, in whatever form that takes for us individually, we find that our experience is then lifted up by grace. We are just showered with blessing by our very service to others and our very um, attention and intention of loving other beings. Our, our blessings are just multiplied like crazy when we're out there in service. So I want to close today. Could you hand me my book? I left it down there. I want to close today by sharing a reading with you and then inviting any final thoughts on that. And I invite you to maybe take this in sort of as a meditation. This book is called Communion with God. It's Neil Donald Walsh. And I, I pulled a couple quotes during the Taze. But this is a, a piece of his final chapter called The Message of the Creator. He says, after one experience of meeting the Creator within, you will remember the message of the Creator. 
because it is the message of your own heart. It is no different from the message that your heart sings every time you look into the eyes of another with love. It is no different from the message that your heart cries out when you see suffering anywhere. This is the message that you bring to the world and that you would leave with the world when you are your true self. This is my message to the world. And this is, this whole book is through God's eyes and perspective. And this is my message to the world. You can create a new kind of civilization. You can seek a newer world. The option is yours. The moment is at hand. This is your moment of grace. Use this moment. Seize the day. Begin as you awaken by seeing yourself as who you really are. By praising all that you have ever been and all that you have become. And begin by choosing in this moment of grace to become more than you have ever been or ever dreamed of being. To reach beyond your own reach. To remember that nothing, nothing is beyond reach. Look at the world around you. Feel your passion. Let it tell you what part of the world around you that you wish to recreate anew. Then use the tools you've been given to begin that recreation. Use the tools of your own society, the tools of religion, education, politics, economics, and spirituality. You can make statements with these tools, statements of who you are. Do not imagine that spirituality and politics do not mix. Politics is spirituality demonstrated. Do not imagine that economics has nothing to do with spirituality. Your economy reveals your spirituality. Do not think that education and spirituality can or should be separate. For what you teach is who you are. And if that is not spirituality, then what is? And do not imagine that religion and spirituality are not one and the same. Spirituality is that which builds a bridge between the body, the mind, and the soul. All true religions build a bridge, not a wall. So be the builder of bridges. Close the gaps that have formed between religions, between cultures, between races, and between nations. Join together what has been put asunder. Honor your home in the universe and be its good steward. Protect your environment and save it. Renew your resources and share them. Give glory to your God by giving glory to each other. See God in everyone and help everyone see God in themselves. End your divisions and your rivalries, your competitions and your battles, your wars and all your killing forever. End it. Put an end to it. All civilized societies finally do. If you truly desire to experience the world of your highest imagining, then you must love unconditionally, share freely, communicate openly, and create cooperatively. 
There can be no hidden agendas, no limitations on love, no withholding of anything. You must decide that you truly are all one, that what is good for another is good for you, that what is bad for another is bad for you, that what you do for another you do for yourself, and that what you do not do for another you do not do for yourself. Is it possible for you to act like this? Are human beings capable of such splendor? Yes, I tell you yes and yes and a thousand times yes. Amen. Know that through all I am with you. I will be with you always even unto the end of time. I can never not be with you, for I am you, and you are me. That is the truth, and all else is an illusion. The world will change because you are choosing to change it. Your work is healing more than you know, and your reach extends beyond tomorrow. All of this is true because you choose to allow the wonder of your communion with me to be demonstrated in, as, and through you. Become an instrument of my peace. Become my love in action. For love is who you are and who you have always been. It is all there ever was, is now, and ever shall be. It's a phenomenal book, actually. Any thoughts to share as we wrap up today? Amen to that. Amen to that. David. Well, you know, after all the time Ram Dass spent with his uh, guru, mm -hmm. uh, his last command or last advice to Ram Dass was, Remember, love everyone, serve everyone. Yes. That was the most powerful lesson he has. Love everyone, serve everyone. That can be hard at times when we see ourselves as separate. That can be hard, sometimes hardest within our own households. Those people that we take for granted, that are just always there for us. We forget that that same love extends to that, too. And that service. And that service. Yeah. Other thoughts? Okay. It's important to really embody that more and more. Yes. Right. Vessels for Creator here on this earth to shift from the current old, the old paradigm that we were in into this new heavenly paradigm that we are in now currently to really embody that through our daily lives. That if we catch ourselves falling into that stinking thinking or whatever, stinking thinking. Like, like, <laughs> I love that. Like, like going down that rabbit hole, yeah. like catch it right instantly and focus on the kingdom, focus on the good, focus on the light within. Right. Within all, and the more we give that energy, of course, 
yeah. of that before we get these old paradigms, but we're right. here as a people, as a body, born creator, yeah. work through the shit into that new one. So I love that yeah. word. Everything about this service is wonderful. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That is the practice. Gratitude. That is the practice. Gratitude. Yeah, love. Remember that the purpose of these conversations is not necessarily for us to all sit around and agree with one another. Okay? The purpose is not necessarily to make us comfortable, although sometimes it does. The purpose is to expand our hearts and our minds, to bring our focus back to our practice, to find compassion and understanding for others, and it's to encourage us to ask more meaningful questions, because it's only through the more meaningful questions that we're going to find our answers. So please join me in this knowing, in this closing prayer, that there is one life forever expressing. It's expressing itself as all that is and ever shall be. It's expressing itself as all that is known, all that may ever be known, all that may never be known. It is not for me to know how or why this is so, only for me to keep my eyes open, to notice the little miracles happening all around me all the time. It's only for me to question and wonder and to finally settle into my own understanding into my own way of engaging with the mystery. And it is mine to allow that understanding and engagement to shift and change as my life unfolds, that I may never become rigid, that my soul may forever be free to grow and to develop. I give thanks for my growing awareness, for my feeling of deep connection with the pure awareness and intelligence that I call God or spirit or mystery. I give thanks for the many ways in which my life is blessed. I'm so grateful to have beings in my life who are willing to share the journey, who are willing to consider the bigger questions. So it is from this place of deep gratitude that I release this prayer trusting that it's already done its work. My heart's desires and my soul's intentions are received, they are felt and known and responded to in this sacred moment. Everything that unfolds from this moment forward is part of my prayer answered. And so I rest, I trust, and I let it be what it will be. And together we say, and so it is. Amen. What a great conversation today. I wonder who will be contacting me this week. <laughs> it's like my, my guessing game every week. Who will it be? Who was who pushed this week? It's good. It means I'm doing my job. I was told when I started my um, ministry school that as a, as a pastoral minister, your job is to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. So, <laughs> like, yes.
take it, take it and run. <laughs> take it seriously. So I invite you to join in the celebration of the work that we're doing in the world by sharing of your financial good today. We offer a time for that. Um, if you are viewing us from home, you can go to mysticheart.org and you'll find a donate button or a mailing address. We have a gracious giving program for anyone who wants to make a heartfelt monthly commitment. Um, you can always get more information about that. And as we move into this time of giving and sharing together, hold these words close to your heart and know that we really truly appreciate every gift that comes in, not just the monetary, the time, the, the talent and the skills and the love and the devotion and the just plain showing up. It's, it means so much to us. So as I awaken to the God within me and all around me, I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into that flow of abundance by this act of giving. I offer this gift freely in the spirit of love, blessing and sending it forth to heal and prosper. It is evidence of my deep faith and does good work in the world and blesses all creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance and so it is. So feel free to get up, move around us. We're, we're doing this. We got some Bob Marley going on today. We got... Let's get together and 
I'm up. Mystic Heart accepts this abundance from God through you in terms of your time, your talent, your treasure, your attention, your care, and your prayers. It does good work in our community and outside of our community and ripples out into the world. And I give thanks for each and every one of you being here today and your offerings. And so it is. Okay. So, our closing song, Love Be With You. Or if you think you might want to come, not want to come next week because we triggered you. So. I'm talking about that too. All right. Yes, we have had a, a beautiful feast provided next door today. I guess our theme's Italian, so we'll have to go see what all's over there. Manja, manja. <laughs> Together, hand in hand, we see the light, we take a stand, and we are changing a whole new life for you and me. Take your past and set it free, and share this blessing. Love be with you, peace unfold you, spirit lift you, breathe it in. Truth come through you, may good love to you, let joy